2: Episode 95 of Give Me the Hot Sauce, we did a quick change in the break, as you see us wearing different clothes if you're watching on YouTube. And uh, we want to welcome in a very special guest, a good friend of ours, and a loyal follower of the Give Me the Hot Sauce podcast, our buddy Sean Hickenbottom, who's got an exciting new opportunity. He is now part of the On Time Agency, started by Ramon Sessions, and he's going to be doing some very exciting stuff there. We'll talk about that in a minute, Sean, but first I want to ask you about your time with the Bulls you come into that organization they had guys long time in place in the media relations department where you started out what was that like for you initially trying to trying to get the lay of the land Jeff gets coffee for Stacy and stuff or what were were your responsibilities
1: no I used to have to get uh popcorn hot dogs (laughs) pop for Stacy and Neil yeah uh during halftime is
0: that right Yep. You know, you weren't supposed to tell everybody. But, you know, <laughs> no, just because no, you're no, big no, no. time now. You don't have to do that. You know that. No, Stacey,
1: <laughs> Stacey was great, man. Stacey was great. Uh, Tim Hallam, who hired me back in 2008 in the PR department, gave me the opportunity. Um, I loved working for the Bulls. I love working. Uh, in, it, you know, I, I worked in, in the PR department, of course, for seven years, um, worked with Matt Yob, uh who, who was phenomenal. Um, and then I, I transferred over to the basketball ops department and, in 2015 and um no i mean it was it was great i mean stacy used to we used to go on road trips and stacy would always take me to he'd take me to dinner take me to Capitol strip grill, club mark, to mark. This <laughs> man is married, mark this man is married mark no no no, no. stacy stacy would i mean I, to be honest with you early on in my career with the bulls i mean stacy was like my big brother like yeah. we, when we, we when we used to go to oklahoma city I would always go hang out with it was him and then his his whole crew from childhood from college like la we'd we go to roscoe's with some of his best friends like i mean stacy would stacy was again like he was my big brother so
0: i'll tell you what your checks in the mail um (laughs) america i'm gonna tell you this this guy he's being modest this guy when he first came in he was you know a young kid bright eyes just energetic and he's leaving an old man. No, I'm just playing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but he he came in. He, I we gravitated very quickly, and um, I remember being on the road trips, and and we'd be out, and I'd be watching them. I and we stay in these five star hotels, and very expensive. You know, room service, everything's very expensive, and you know, well, Sean was you know counting pennies. You know, he's <laughs> counting pennies. Like he didn't that, get the you know, per diem. No, no, Sean be like, okay, no. okay, if I spend twenty dollars here, <laughs> I was trying to go I, to uh, McDonald's. Yeah, yeah, so I'm like, I'm like, I, I'm like, hey man, come on, what are you doing? What are you doing? Let's go eat. Let's go eat. So I would, I made it a point to take him out every single time that we were on the road. So he didn't have to spend his little money. Yeah. Um, Because I know how hard it was for him because he was on the bottom of the totem pole at the time. So, and he's worked himself up. This is one of the hardest working guys. Um, I've ever been around. I mean, I've seen him go from, you know, being the last guy on the totem pole. Okay, we got some people in the background just dropping pins and, and things around.
2: Okay, Throat dude, punch. Throat punch, <laughs> punch coming, America. It's coming. It's
0: coming. I don't know whose response. I'm not throwing anybody on the bus, but it might have been Nick. Nick? Slick Nick? Did you do it, Nick? Okay. All right. Oh, Nick just dropped down oh over my the Oh, my goodness. He just snitched over. Snitches friends. get stitches, Damn. baby. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> so, so, but, you know, to see him ascend to the level that he is at, uh, it's been amazing. Um, seeing him go from the PR department to see him, you know, working with the players, uh, the liaison with the players, their family. Um, you know, I, I go back a few years ago where we were in New York City and Sean, you know, did this thing and set up this thing for the players and their parent, their moms to come. It was the mom's trip. Yeah. No one has ever done that in the organization. Yeah. And I thought that was the coolest thing, one of the greatest ideas. Mothers get to come to New York City, get the chance to experience New York City, spend time with their sons. Um, and it was done up so, so well. And, you know, Sean was the big reason why that happened.
1: Thank you, Stace. Thank you. <laughs> hey when i
2: first met sean he was uh, so welcoming and, and says, what can i do to help make your job easier and i'm like wow that's a different attitude i didn't usually get this around here because dating back to the jordan years it was like it was almost like the media relations department's job was to wall the media away keep them away from michael and scotty and dennis at the time who yeah. was yeah, as yeah, yeah. was wacky as can be but yeah. uh, that was before your time but what was the, what was the balancing act like for you? Because you're trying you're trying to help the media. Nobody likes the media, so you know your basic job is to, is to protect the players, just get them to be presented in the best possible light. How did you handle that balancing act?
1: Yeah, I mean it goes back to building relationships. I mean uh, I'm a big proponent of that, and whether it be with the players or or with the media, I, I you know I don't I, players are people just like media, and right. I think I mean me. Treating the media just just like no, just like normal people, and in, in building relationships and friendships, like it's you know that, that's I mean that's that's kind of like how I how I how I balance that.
2: We so couldn't like, wait to get the hell out of there, get the basketball offs. <laughs> ah, no 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 no. I
1: I I love the media. Like I, as soon as I switched over, like. The biggest thing that that I missed was just being around the media and the relationships. And you know, I I, I don't think I was a, I, I was around you because of travel, but like I wasn't around you and Neil, Bill and Chuck like like uh, like I was before, you know. And the Casey Johnsons of the world, and Joe Collie and Vinny and you mm-hmm. know like like I, I have yeah, great that guy's name on my show. Who's yeah. that, Vinny? Joe Collie. Oh, sorry. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. a throw punch. <laughs> That's a real throw punch <laughs> right there. Sorry, oh sorry. my God. Sorry. Sorry. Sorry.
0: Do we have a beeper? Like,
2: can we we, we can out? edit that out. We, we can can fix that in okay, editing. Yes. All right. All right, right. All right. Sorry. Sorry. Okay. Um,
0: That's his relationship, not ours. I should have said Nick, huh? Yeah. yeah, we yeah. love Nick. Yeah, we like, Nick hey, still owes he, Stacey he, a he steak dinner. dinner but. Yeah, he? yeah, yeah, he's a friend of the program. Yeah. Nick still owes me food. He'll pay. Yeah, well, yeah, he's going to pay all right. Don't worry about that. He owes you that because the Bulls finished...
2: Better than, in the than the Knicks. Yes. yes, higher than the Knicks. He's still Knicks slurping on Tom Thibodeau, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: So but I'm yeah. going to get that back. Don't worry about it. He's going to get that. So tell our listeners a little bit, Sean, like somebody who wants to get into you know, into media relations, uh, basketball ops. Tell them how you got into this and, and, you know, what did you study in school? You know, because we have a lot of young kids that, you know, want to listen to the show. They say, hey, you know what? I want to do that. I want to be in the PR department. What what steps did you take to get to that? What did you have to go to school for? So give a little insight about that.
1: Yeah, so I I graduated from Marquette in 2006 and I majored in advertising. So I, again, not sports, but I knew I wanted to get into sports. So a family friend of mine knew someone who worked for the, for the Milwaukee Bucks in tickets. So she connected me with that person, ended up getting an interview with, with the Milwaukee Bucks for a ticket internship. I got the internship. I didn't want to sell tickets. No, I, just, I, I don't it's like It's a tough sales. job, yeah. Yes, yeah. It's a tough job. And especially for the Bucks at yes, that time. at that time. Um, so I ended up not taking that, that position but in my interview, I mentioned to the director of tickets, I said, I, you know, I, I, I would love to do something in PR. So about a week later, I get a call from the, from the director of PR for the Bucks. Um, she <laughs> called me and, and she's like, hey, do you want to come in? And, and uh, or, or I, yeah, she offered me to come in to interview for uh, an internship in the PR department. I got that, um, I interned for, for the Milwaukee Bucks in their PR department for two years. And then a job opened up um, with the Bulls in their PR department in 08. Uh, Did that, climbed the ladder. Um, John Paxson, Gar Foreman, um, I mean, Randy Brown as well. Um, They gave me an opportunity in the basketball ops department um, in 2015. I was in basketball ops. I was the director of player and team ops for seven years. Um, So, yeah, I I mean, to be honest with you, it's about relationships. It's about networking it's about connecting and just going out there and if the internship doesn't pay that's okay like if if you can do an internship in sports and just meet who who you can and because again it's 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 about who you know it's it's really not about what you know um that would be my advice
0: and he's from illinois it's not so anybody out here listening. He's not from Milwaukee or Wisconsin. You know he's from what high school did you go to? I went to Montini. Montini. County, the there you cheating, go. Cheating the team,
1: Broncos. <laughs> cheating
0: football team. They cheated. <laughs> cheated they didn't win. Cheating win. I mean, they, they didn't. Beat A lot Driscoll. of state titles over they, there. They, they didn't beat Driscoll though. And Driscoll was
1: around. Not back in the day. No, no
0: back in the day, Driscoll owned them.
1: That's why we got better.
0: Because Driscoll left, because, because of the because
1: money. Driscoll yeah, left, yeah, and, and the yeah. Driscoll kids came to Montini. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's why you won. You, you remember that, I huh? do Shout remember that. Shout
0: Porcelino, right? Louis,
1: yes. Oh, oh yes. what
0: you know about him? Yeah. There's a buddy of mine.
2: Really? Oh. Tim knows everybody. yeah. It's yeah. like six degrees of whisper separation. <laughs> <you know? laughs> That's, we, we play that game on the show just about every week. Hey, now that you've mm-hmm. left the Bulls, you got to share some stories. What are some of the funniest requests you've gotten from players over the years that they asked for your help with?
1: I can't tell you a lot because I've got to kill you. Yeah.
2: Well, you're, you're, you don't have to mention any names. Just, just give me some funny things that a player may have said. Hey, I need help with this.
1: This isn't funny, but this is just like wow. So we're on the road. I used to do tickets. So if a, if a, if each player gets two comp tickets. If yeah. if they if if we run out of our comps, they have to buy. So we we're in I want to say we we're like in LA, which is a tough ticket. So a player came to me and was like, "Hey, I need I need X amount of tickets." So I was like, "All right. So so normally we put it on a credit card." So he goes, so I, I go, "Hey, can I, you know, let me get your credit card?" He's like, "No, go look in my bag." I was like, "Huh?" Snaking it. He said he said he said, <laughs> "Go look in my bag and just get what you need." And I go, "Okay." So the tickets were like 3 grand. Yeah. I go to his bag, there's like $50,000 in cash. In- no oh, way. Wow. So I'm like, uh, okay, let me just take three grand.
2: <laughs> Who's carrying 50 grand can, in cash? I can't see it. Hey, you, 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 know, you know what?
0: Hey, you'd be surprised, Mark. <laughs> oh, my Seriously, God. it's you'd crazy. You'd be surprised. Like, MJ used to do that, too. Really? MJ, really? was I mean, listen, I we were in L.A., and we had played the Lakers, and then MJ lost, uh, left $10,000, a wad rolled up with a rubber band, left $10,000 underneath his locker room stall. We go to Phoenix the next day. Um, MJ asked, I think it was Mark Fowle, like, hey, you know, do you got that money? You know, can I give it to you? And he's like, no, you didn't give it to me. And he's like, well, I don't know where it's at. I, I lost 10 grand. So he said, I'll call the Lakers and find out if anybody, you know, picked it up. So, he calls the Lakers, uh, you know, the equipment manager. And they said, yeah, one of the ball boys picked it up. He's got it right here. You know, he, he turned it in. Oh, man. I was like, that's a stupid mind. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so, so, but, hey, there's still some honest people yeah, out that's, there, Yeah, that's America. a good thing. I would have done it, but there's still some honest people out there. So, he hits his $10,000, and he they send it back to, to Phoenix. And so, wow. you know, we're all sitting there like, okay, MJ going to give him, like, a couple of grand for finding finding the shoes. He
1: should have gave him the whole 10K. That's what I said,
0: too. That's what we all said. Yeah. So, he gave him a pair of autographs shoes some autographed Jordans and then
1: uh that'd be uh, worth you. a little bit uh, yeah
2: yeah, yeah. <laughs> give us give another story you know the, the the Bulls course rebuilt after Jimmy left oh, he had a bunch of young guys get, getting their feet wet in the NBA tell us some story about those young guys trying to get used to life in the NBA and how'd you help that group young
1: guys young guys let's see um some of my favorite Bobby Portis I'm trying to think I don't have good stories like they were all about
2: Lowry Chris Dunn Zach
1: no, oh, I mean, it was more like the D Rose, Boozer, Ronnie Brewer, CJ Watson. Like those guys were, I mean, I, I was close to, to, to all the guys, but like the good stories would, I mean, that I can, that I can tell you, um, <laughs> I, I don't know, like, oh, oh, here's one. Oh, great. This is just a, 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 a nice story. So, um, it was after maybe the twenty uh, maybe twenty thirteen season, uh Carlos Boozer had invited me down to Miami where he stays in, Hold the, that. in the summer. Yes exactly. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. And uh and he ended up like he bought my flight, he put me up at the fountain blue, like my boys came, we partied, like I know it's not a great story, but like it's just it's a testament of to, to who booze is. Um I can't think of any good stories. I'm sorry. Like well, maybe it will come to you. And, are it, and like those are two kids now. Are, are, are top recruits. I know. And I know, that's something. I know. I know.
0: The way you're acting, he's like you're hatering. No, 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 no. no.
2: I, I, what I, about the I, time uh, I've, I've, Carlos uh, spray painted his head in Boston or wherever? That was terrible.
1: Awful. That's awful. The
2: Did anybody thing. catch that before he went on the court and like what? Uh, what's up oh, with yeah, that? Oh yeah,
1: I think he was trying in the in the locker in the locker room before the game, trying to um, to. To wash it out.
2: That was frightening. That was a bad, bad Beijing <laughs> that job. Was a bad look.
1: That was on national TV too. You know it was. that. was that was an afternoon game in Boston on ABC. You oh know, my goodness.
0: Just, yes, yes, that's, yes. that's that's. I mean, you just might as well went to a Hair Club for Men. Yeah, it's, it was
1: funny though, because that next year we had Nate Robinson, and Nate took a sharpie on Booze's bobblehead and just just painted um, the head. Yeah, Nate. Nate was funny. Yeah.
0: It's, it's talk a little bit about you know because you were there during the Rose the, the d Rose prime years yeah. and and how much fun that was for you uh you know working there and being part of all that no, it was that, fun for
1: me that was so much fun I, like those are some of my my favorite years like the that 2010 2011 team that won 62 games I mean every like I, I think I so in PR back then we we split the travel but I was the low man. So like I did maybe like, I think I did like 35 games. So like I was on the road all the time. And when we would go, we would pull into a city, it would be, I mean, I know it wasn't the Jordan years, but like there would be people, there'd be be people outside of the hotel. Like, like it's crazy. Like Derek, like we literally went into every game thinking we weren't gonna lose. Like it was, it was so much fun. Uh, That was a really good, good group of guys. Like I still keep in touch with damn near all of them. yeah, it was just it was so much fun, and, and especially to experience that, that, that winning, you know? so think
2: there's any chance Derek will finish his career here in Chicago?
1: I don't know. I hope so. Um, I, I, I think so, maybe. Yeah. yeah I mean, I think there's a slim chance. He's
2: kind of in a weird spot right now. Yeah. You know, they brought in Brunson. There's rumors yeah. they're going to trade for Mitchell, and yeah. he's kind of lost over and, there. And I think... He what, could get he, traded back to Utah like he was there for a cup of coffee. That one yeah,
1: year. I mean, he's got one more year this year, and he's got a team option next year, so... Yeah, maybe they don't that'd be a great story. Yeah, that, that'd happen. be phenomenal.
0: He can still play. Yeah,
1: he can still play and yeah. he can
0: still he can still do things at a high level, maybe not on a, on a consistent basis that we're so used to seeing. But as far as his overall game has evolved into being a true point guard now, like he's a true point guard. He gets you gets everybody involved. He can score and still go 94 feet with the yeah. best of them. So um, I, I would like to see him retire as a bull, um, you know, but who knows? Who knows? Um you know, I mean, people, I just had an argument the other day about, is he a Hall of Famer? And it's like, why isn't he? Yeah, why not? Why right. not? I mean, the, he's the youngest MVP. Um, And that was when, you know, LeBron James was at his highest point. You know what I'm saying? It's, you know, we always say that superhero level. Um, I know those injuries, if he had not gotten hurt, you know, what have, could have, should have. But had he not gotten hurt, you wouldn't even, the discussion wouldn't even be there. He'd still be you know, a top five player in the league right now with the things
1: that he did. I do think regardless (laughs) of if he comes back or not, we need, or we, uh, I don't even work there anymore. The Bulls need to do something like they did for him, for Joaquin, and maybe even at at a higher. They
2: retired at number one.
1: They need to retire. But it's it's crazy because there's only, what, there's four numbers up there? Yeah,
2: there's not many. Yeah, I think that's it. They should do some
1: type of ring of honor or retire more jerseys or, or something. But yes, he should be up there for sure
2: let's talk about your new gig yeah you've moved on uh to on time agency uh ramon sessions the founder of that you're the vice president of operations i think is your title what is that going to involve for you
1: honestly so we're a startup startup company and i'm literally like a jack of all trades so i'll be doing some recruiting i'll be doing some um you know marketing i'll be doing just a little bit of everything just to help build the company um and I think that that's something like me and me and Sesh had a really good relationship, um, you know, coming up, he, he was in Milwaukee. I was, uh, it was, it was my second year in Milwaukee and we just built our relationship th- throughout the last couple years. And I think we, we, the biggest thing for us is white glove service and building relationships with not not only our clients, but also their 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 families. Like I, I think that's a really important thing, and that's something that that we plan to do and and, and grow our our business.
2: What about washed up poopers? Because Tim's looking for an agent.
1: Whispers. Yeah, come on over, buddy. <laughs> I'm your <Good> guy. guy. <laughs> we got you.
2: Celebrity impersonators. How about an agent for Christopher Walken? <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs>
0: that's great okay, i could do some voicemail <laughs> message machines <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so hey that's big now that's oh,
2: huge could be a new career for oh, you yeah yeah that,
0: that's that's he ain't lying about that that's <laughs> you can make some money off doing that so so sean you know we talked we talked when you were you know thinking about making this move and you know you've had opportunities in the past um to make some moves and leave you know leave the bulls leave the job of security and everything and we talked this summer you know about the possibility of you leaving and and doing this with on time um how difficult was that for you you know knowing that you grew up kind of in the bulls organization uh and then you've established yourself and then now here's an opportunity you 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 don't know there's a lot of uncertainty about it
1: it's a big risk it's a big risk
0: huge but but the possibility of being part of something special is there.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Yeah, that's that's what I, I, I could see why you did that. No,
1: yeah, I mean, trust me, Stace, I mean, we I, I called you quite a bit. Like, it was a very hard decision. Um, again, been with the Bulls for 14 years. Security, like you said, I kind of, I, I was climbing the ladder there. I, I was one of the longest-tenured people there. Loved, loved the job, loved the players, loved my bosses, but like I just think it was like in in my I'm 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 38 years old, and it was just something. It was just time. It was time to try something new. It was time to be uncomfortable so I can grow. Um, And again, I'm not saying I was. Yes, I was comfortable with the Bulls because I'd been there 14 years, and it was a uh, like you said, it was it was it was secure. Um, But again, it's just something that uh you know that excited me. and, and sessions is. Like he's one of the most stand-up dudes in the world. Like he's phenomenal. Like not only he's did he have a 11-year career, but he's you know just he, he's done so much stuff off the court, and he's just a very impressive guy. And I, I feel like the relationships that he have that that he has the 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 ones that that I have like and we just come together and we can just grow and the sky's the limit for us
2: last thing for me uh you were brought into the organization when uh, john and gar were in place and and that was the guys that you kind of learned basketball ops from but then the changeover in the organization ak comes in with mark eversley maybe uh, you could give the the fans your take on the on what the organization the future of the organization looks like with those guys in charge
1: honestly i i think the is the limit for the bulls like ak and mark what they did in that one year just to flip our roster and to make us competitive and to get the, and to get the city excited again. Like it's like, it, that was, it was, it, w- it was great to be a part of, and it was something great to see. Um, loved working with John and Gar. Like they, they gave me an opportunity. Um, I just, I mean, I just think it was time for a change as well. Um, but I, I think the, the the bulls are in really good hands with, with Mark and AK and like they again, they're, they're phenomenal people. Like, like they took me out to like I resigned on a, I want to say it was like June first, and they took me to a nice dinner on like June eighteenth. We talked. We like I like I consider them like uh, they're they're friends, and I, I'm gonna continue to build my relationship with them because. In my new in my new endeavor, like I'm gonna need that relationship.
2: So, absolutely, um, and they're aggressive too. They're looking to make this team as, as good as possible.
1: Absolutely. So they they want it now, and I, I know the the city of Chicago wants it now, and I, I think if, if the city of Chicago just continues to be patient, like it's it's gonna happen. So,
0: yeah, uh, the Sean's in the agent business. I I told him that we were talking on the way over here today. I told him that you know he's got the inside on our little nephews.
2: Okay. There you go. Yeah. I want them. Yeah. So, <laughs> I,
0: so he when it's when the time comes. I'm since I know him and I'm he'll be one of the people you just want a to. seat
1: at the table that's all that's at, right you you
0: got there brother you got there because you know what you're, you're like family man like, you know it's, it's hard to get return phone calls from him now because he's you know he's big time. big
2: time big agent, big agent. Time. yeah yeah you yeah. know
0: I mean you know he went from driving a Hyundai to a to a, <laughs> uh, to, a, to, a to a Mercedes Wagoneer Stuffed yeah you know that's, that's that's how much he climbed up the ladder Jeez. you know you know he, he was driving around in one of the little smart cars in the beginning you know <laughs> And whiskey. now, you know, now he's driving around in like these, you know, expensive cars. he got stars yeah. on the ceiling. That's all I'm going to say, America, he got stars on the ceiling. So, you know what kind of car he drives. Don't sleep. This is still
1: my big bro. Yes, yeah. I am. Forever. I am.
2: Hey, right. A boo should hook you up with his two kids.
1: Yeah. Um, I w- that would be nice. <laughs> yeah. I have reached out to booze. And we, we, me and Sessions, I actually had dinner with him uh, in Orlando late June. So... I don't know. We'll see. It'd be cool. Yeah, it'd be phenomenal. Hey, you Comes talked full a lot circle. Of, I know, I know. You I know. talked
0: a lot about relationships, and I've just got a question for you because you're an expert in this. I wouldn't if, say expert. But if
1: you've been in like a 30-year abusive relationship, what, <laughs> <laughs> what, should you, what should you do about
0: it? Get out, whispers. <laughs> uh, hey. I'm glad you told me that cuz I'm getting ready to get out of this relationship with <laughs> I'm hey, whispers I'm glad you asked that question cuz I didn't want to do it. I didn't want to do about this 30 year relationship that's abusive. Okay? He's a narcissist and he gaslights me. Oh my wanna, goodness. I just want to say Thank you it? for answering. Thank uh, you whispers for asking that question. I'm getting abused. I'm You're getting whispers. abused. I'm getting, abused. Yeah. I'm getting abused. Look at this. I get abused. We'll thank just you. Get abused. Yeah. Thank you. I appreciate that whispers.
1: Before we end I do have to give uh, our boy a shout out. Who's that? Razor Red. Oh, granted. Yeah. I just want to give a shout out to our barber, Terrence Razor Red, for our we're always keeping us clean and crispy, crispy, crispy. Hey, Thank you, Ray. And, and and shout out to Red because he
0: started his own yes, podcast. Yes, Ray. Is that right?
2: What, he got. I was gonna say it we should have him on the show. I
0: think it's like what's what's up? what's the deal? What's the deal? What's the
1: deal? Podcast? <laughs> what's the deal?
0: Podcast? Razor Red. Razor Red. I'm telling you, Razor Razor Red is doing a lot of stuff in the community. He's got yeah. he just yeah. got a basketball court made up for yeah. the kids to give the them a, give them some safety to play basketball. Got the lights. Somebody has stole the rims. <laughs> Who in the hell wanna steal some some kids' rims? I don't know. It's this is crazy. Gonna... Yeah. And so he went and they, you know, got donated some more rims. And uh, it's gonna turn out to be nice, it's gonna have some tournaments for the kids there. It's just a safe haven yeah. to yeah. get these kids off the streets and and to have a place where there's safety, they can play without having to worry about getting shot at or, you know, getting into gang violence, you know. So he's doing a great job and his little, you know, is what's the deal?
1: What's the deal? Yep, What's podcast. the deal? Yeah. Yes. Uh, he's doing. I think, they, I think they just wrapped their first episode last week.
0: Yes. So. Yes. He's just starting yeah. out on his podcast. And uh, we had a conversation yesterday. Um, as I told him, you know, like, you know, it, it, to get your podcast started, you know, your first four or five shows, you're going to struggle a little bit. We remember those days. Yeah. I don't remember. It. I don't remember, it, Mark. I'm on, <laughs> I'm on episode 95 or something right now. I don't even remember having a bad day, you know, but I told him, stay with it. Stay with it because I think they're having problems with the sound and, sure. and the yeah. editing oh, yeah, and stuff. Yeah. And I told him, I said, hey, just stay with it. Your first four or five shows, those are just shows for you to, to get your audience. And then I said after that, once you figured all the other stuff,
2: it'd be easy peasy. We've got an in-studio guest now. Sean is yes, our first in-studio our first guest. In studio so we're, guest. I'm the first yeah. guest. Yeah. Oh, my
0: gosh. Yes. We, we, had, we, had, we had Kendra Lust coming in, but she was afraid to sit next to Tim. Right. <laughs> <pervert>. right. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> she said, She said, that little creepy guy, the little red guy,
2: no, I don't want to sit next to him. Larry the Lobster. Yeah. I'll do a Zoom. I
0: feel so, honored. This Thank is you. our first. You are our first official guest. This I had to
2: Yeah, so you can actually take the hot sauce on the way out as opposed to Tim packing it in his little closet the back the, yeah, yeah. the, he's the hot sauce he's packer. Shipping, shipping. Yeah. So he's calling me a packer. <laughs> yeah. He's a hell of a packer. He will pack that hot sauce <laughs> to you, boy. See who, who gets abused here? Yeah. <laughs> wow. Hey, it's been a blast catching up with our buddy Sean. He's going to do great things over at the On Time Agency. So you're going to see a lot of young high school Great prospects signing on with him and Ramon Sessions. So make sure that you follow them. They're going to do some great things ahead. And we're really happy that he came by our luxurious Palatine Studios for episode 95 of Gimme the Hot Sauce.